Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from Federal Baseball on the line after the Nationals fall to one and four against the Milwaukee Brewers so far this season. And before we get into the details, Dave, just a, uh, I don't want to say lazy, lackadaisical effort maybe, uh, a misread ball, throwing over the cutoff man early in the game, a missed fly at the wall, Daniel Murphy getting thrown out at third for the first out of the, uh, the inning. Uh, didn't, it looked like he was just lost the ball or something running around the bases. So it was a uh, stops and starts on his way to third, gets thrown out there when they're down by three runs. Uh, just not an ugly game. I'll say it's an ugly game, basically. <laughs> tonight in the nation's capital. You can understand yesterday, an 11 o'clock start, it's kind of uh, just off of the rhythm of everything you've done all season to this point. But back at 7 tonight, I don't know if it's a hangover from yesterday's game or what, but it's not fun baseball to watch, basically. No, it was it was lazy. It was lackadaisical. It was ugly. It was all of those things. It was uh, lack of mental acuity. Um, just They just weren't in it, and they weren't in it from the start, and much like yesterday, they kind of slept walk, um, slept walk through this game again, and um, I don't know if it's um, uh, you know undervaluing the opponent. I mean, the Brewers are certainly um, not a not a good team. They're not a bad team, but they're not a good team. And I don't know if it's looking past them um, or, or, or what it is, but uh, um, the Brewers have their number. You know, they they, um, they beat them in Milwaukee. They're beating them here and. Um, it's just it, it's it's a bad look for this team right now. Having played you know so well, you know winning, you know having the nice little winning streak and uh, really dispatching the the lousy Cincinnati Reds over the weekend, and then then to come out the last couple of days here, um, you know in front of big crowds and just um, really just lay a turd for the last two days. It's it's been hard to watch. Um, Dusty Baker had some comments about it in the post game, and um, I'm sure he'll have more comments to his players directly. But um, but the manager is aware of it aware as well, and it's just it's 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 not a good look on them right now. They they um, this is the type this is the time of year where um, they ought to be um, you know winning series against these you know bottom dwelling teams, and they're doing it on some occasions. And on some occasions, like the last two days, they've just come out flat and and played poor poor baseball. All that being said, uh, they're still seven and three in their last ten, fifty and thirty-five on the year. The Mets lost tonight to the Marlins, so they have a four-game lead over the Mets, five and a half over the Marlins in the division. One more with Milwaukee to play, and then four with the Mets to end the first half. So, all things considered, these two games maybe are an anomaly. They started off really good on this homestand, so you hope that it's just, uh, you know, two bad nights at the park. Let's hope it's that, but. Gio Gonzalez on the mound tonight uh, uh, snapped a seven-start winless streak last time out, but one and six in his last eight outings with a 8-1-0 ERA, a 3-14, line against, which is not good, and 43 and a third innings pitched. Uh, Jonathan VR double, Harper misread, uh, stolen base, run scored on an Aaron Hill single, 1-1 in the third, and why Aaron Hill just completely kills the Nationals, I still don't quite understand, but he is a good player overall. Uh, the D was not helping Gio Gonzalez tonight. A two-run home run by Hernan Perez in the sixth, his first since early May, makes it 3-1. to one. That was it for Gio Gonzalez on the night. 
six innings, seven hits, three runs, three earned, three walks, four Ks on the night, threw 102 pitches in six innings, drops to four and eight on the year. Uh, hard to pin this one on Gio, just like yesterday when the Nationals only scored one run, but Gio wasn't particularly sharp tonight either. No, not really. I mean, this was another one of those uh, uh, kind of meh outings from Gio Gonzalez. Uh, uh, ten base runners in six innings isn't very good. Um, he only had four strikeouts and uh, gave up the home run and, and obviously the three walks. And um, much like the last time out, uh, was able to right the ship and, and keep his team into the game until uh, until the third time through the batting order when the um, when the Brewers went off on him like 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 it did last time. So. Uh, Gio, he hasn't been sharp. He hasn't been very good. Um, today he was, you know, okay. You know, three earned runs in six innings earns you a, a you know quality start these days, but it wasn't all that good. Um, and, and honestly, if uh, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Lucas Giolito gets to do here, uh, subbing in for um, subbing in for Joe Ross and. Uh, if he's successful, then then Gio might have cause to worry if he doesn't pick it up in the next couple of starts. Zach Davies on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, as we mentioned last time we saw him in, in Miller Park, a 2011 Orioles, 26-round pick acquired in exchange for Gerardo Parra last July. Had a 10-start unbeaten streak, uh, snapped last time out before tonight. 5-1 and one in his last 11 starts with a 3-2-9 ERA, 215, 267, 397 line against, and 65 and two-thirds over that stretch. Uh, down one nothing after two, a Rendon, Anthony Rendon with a two-out single driving the first run. Three straight two-out singles in the seventh finally chased him with a score of 5-2 to two at that point. But uh, until he ran into trouble there at the end, a really good night by this kid. Six and two-thirds, nine hits, two runs, one walk, just three Ks. 96 pitches on the night, uh, six and four on the year after the win. He's been on quite a run. Yeah, and for a guy that's listed at six foot and 155 pounds, that I just I don't know how he throws as hard as he can. Um, you know, at that frail a, a body size. I mean, you you look at him pitching out there, and he looks like a a defense only shortstop. You know, there on the mound, <laughs> as skinny as he is, but uh, but he's been he's been putting together a pretty good campaign this year, and. Um, you know, he had his troubles too. I mean, he had 10 base runners in, in six and two thirds and, uh, finally wore down. It was just one of those things where, um, you know, the Nats couldn't string hits together. They, um, they didn't hit a home run and they had trouble scoring runs and they don't hit home runs. And, um, but, but you look up and down the lineup, they had 12 hits overall. Ben Revere had a pair of hits. Daniel Murphy had a pair of hits. Anthony Rendon, Danny Espinosa both had a pair of hits, but yet, um, you know, couldn't, you know, just strung, strung those two runs together. And um, when the Nats don't hit home runs, they have trouble scoring. And um, this is what we saw again this evening against uh, Zach Skinny Davies. Their big shot came in the seventh for the Nationals. Uh, an error on Ryan Zimmerman on a throw over from short from uh, Danny Espinosa put the Zach Davies on, the lead runner on in the seventh. One out later, Hill hit the home run to put them up five to one, but the Nationals rallied with two outs. Uh, singles by Stephen Drew, I'm sorry, Danny Espinosa, Stephen Drew, and Ben Revere. Jason Worth walks with Carlos Torres taking over for Davies to load the bases up for Bryce Harper. They bring on the lefty Will Smith to face him. He just does a number on Bryce Harper, had him swinging wildly at a slider outside. Bryce once again pulling off instead of going out there and going with it as we've seen him do in recent weeks. Then he takes a called strike three there. Uh, it's probably their best opportunity of the game there. You have your 
defending NL MVP up there with a chance to tie it or put them ahead with one swing, actually. And uh, Harper just Kay's looking there. I uh, actually saw some fan acrimony towards Harper on that one on Twitter afterwards, but a tough lefty there and a tough pitch that he got called out on, too. Yeah, well, Will Smith is a good pitcher, but uh, but but still, you don't want to see your your number three hitter, your all star, your reigning MVP looking at strike three when he's uh, you know when when he could have uh, you know could have done a lot of damage there. It's just it, it's tough to take. But the, what's tougher to take there was in the top of the inning. Um, you mentioned the defensive play there that allowed the pitcher to reach. Um, you know, it was a routine ground ball to shortstop. Espinosa made the pickup and then just kind of swung it over to first base. Uh, Zimmerman, that's a, that's a ball that he normally picks out of there, and he kind of swiped at it instead of instead of staying down on the ball, and that was just kind of kind of typical of of, of the Nats, um, uh, you know, malaise this evening. You know, you mentioned earlier the the Brewers picking up a run when when Bryce Harper misread a ball off the bat. You mentioned, uh, you know, Daniel Murphy's uh, uh, you know stutter stepping there and getting thrown out at third base. I mean, these are just mental errors um, that good teams typically limit. The Nationals have limited them for the most part, especially on defense this year. And the last couple of days, it's it seemed like it's been the norm as opposed to um, as opposed to the rare occasions that they have been. Espinosa with the error there that we mentioned, but been on a very good run as we try to forget about this game and move on. Uh, was named Player of the Week today for a National League, 11 for 26. That's a 423, 1.077 line which is pretty good. Two doubles, five home runs, 17 runs batted in over that stretch. Uh, he went two for four again tonight. He's up to a 246 line on the year, which considering on June 1st he was hitting 200 is an impressive run by Danny Espinosa. I, I wasn't in the camp that thought he should be heading to the All-Star game. They've played three months this season, and he wasn't very good for two of them, but he's been on quite the run recently and uh, continued tonight two hits and earned that player of the week nod, in my opinion. Yeah, um, absolutely, and and you know you you mentioned the overall statistics and and the, the kind of dichotomy of his of his statistics. You know, the first couple of months to to the last month of the season. In his last thirty games, he's hitting three thirteen, four twelve, seven oh eight with eleven home runs. So, um, eleven of his eighteen home runs have come in the last thirty days. And while you know you you can take his numbers overall and compare them to other shortstops in the National League. Um, it, it, it's really tough to um, it's really tough to say that he deserved it to be on the All Star team. If he was, um, if the Nationals were a uh, you know third or fourth or fifth place team and they needed to have an All Star, you probably could justify selecting Danny Espinosa. But when they've got four other four other guys that that, that are absolutely deserving, um, it, it's hard to argue that they deserve to have a fifth one. But, um, you know, I, I knew you were going to force me to say more good things about Danny Espinosa, and, and, and I'm absolutely perfectly, perfectly happy to say that his, that his last month to, to five weeks have been um, very good, not just acceptable or, or good, but very good. And um, I hope that this is a, a, a sign of continuation. Um, he's never – um, he's never hit over 300 like this over a over a you know six or eight week stretch in his entire career. So if he continues to play this well, um, you know the rest of the season, then you know then the Nats have some you know some juggling they need to do. They I mean Trey Turner has nothing left to to, to learn in the minor leagues, and um, you know if they can you know teach him up and, and get him to play center field, that would be great. I still think he's the long term solution at shortstop, and I think 
um, I think Espinosa is going. It has to eventually come back to um, come back to to the earth. But uh, um, there's no arguing what he's done for the last 30 days to five weeks. The big news of the night, which they oddly I think buried at seven o'clock when most of the games for the night were getting started, which when you have an hour free before the game last night on the Sunday night before your national broadcast seemed like a better time to me to do it. But I'm just complaining because I have nothing else to talk about from this game tonight. All-star selections were made today. Four Washington Nationals are going to the All-Star, or were picked at least, and hopefully going to the All-Star game in San Diego. Bryce Harper uh, starting, voted in into the starting outfield, 17 home runs, 48 RBIs, 894 OPS, 404 OBP. We'll just ignore his, where is he, 258 average on the year. Daniel Murphy and Wilson Ramos added to it. Uh, Daniel Murphy's second all-star appearance leads the NL in hitters with 347 average, 108 hits overall, uh, multi-hit games at the wazoo. Wilson Ramos leading catchers in just about every offensive category, average OPS, homers, RBIs. Steven Strasburg, 11-0, of course, uh, 271 ERA, fifth in the NL in strikeouts with 123, all of them deserving probably the four I would have picked to represent the Nationals this year. They're all having, uh, well, I wouldn't say Harper's having a great year, but he's doing pretty well as well. But Ramos, Murphy, and Strasburg all dominant in the first half here and definitely deserving of a, a representation in the All-Star game. Harper, as popular as he is, you know he's going to get voted in there and Outside of the average, he's having a pretty good season, too, so no complaints about the four that are going. No, not at all. I think all four are deserving. I think it's uh, um, it's great that the Nats are, are garnering, garnering the national respect to get um, to have three reserves, you know, either the pitcher and the, the two backups. Um, you know, you, you just look at, at the numbers-wise, and uh, Murphy and, and, and Ramos more than earned their all-star slots. Uh, it would have been a big disappointment, a big snub, if either one of them had gotten locked off. Um, you can't you can't leave a pitcher off who's 11 and 0, um, whether he's got Steven Strasburg's pedigree or not. So, um, I, and if Dog Goss were here, he'd be saying how pitcher wins don't really uh, have anything to do with how well they've performed. But um, but if you're 11 and 0, you've performed pretty well. It's hard to uh, it, it's not hard to argue against that. So. Uh, all three of the reserves uh, more than earned their their spot on the All Star teams. Um, like I said, Danny Espinosa, if he was if you needed to to have a representative of a team, you could have argued that that, that he would, could, could have been um, you know that type of uh, of selection. But but when you're already sending four All Stars, um, you know, and, and the Cubs, you know, the the, the starter is, is a guy that doesn't particularly deserve to go because the the Cubs you know voted all their their starting infield in, and they really didn't have any room to, to take someone um, someone like Espinosa. But, um, but again, all, of, all four Nets that got selected more than deserved to be there. I'll just go on record saying Wilson Ramos should be the starting catcher, but everyone loves Buster Posey. I'm not going to complain too much about that. Wilson Ramos, I think, has been the best catcher in the National League so far this year, but he'll be there. He'll get some time in the All-Star game. Well-deserved. That's nightly. Sponsored by FederalBaseball.com, 50 and 35 after the second straight loss to the Brewers. One more with Milwaukee tomorrow in the nation's capital at the 4:05 start. If anyone didn't notice that, then it's four with the Mets to end the first half and give us all a few days to rest. I'll talk to you after tomorrow afternoon's game, sir. Sounds good. Okay, I says go Nats.